best uh, That's the bias You need the earful You should try us From pop culture to the movies to unite us It's the best uh, That's the bias uh, Your best bias uh, It's the best bias You are now listening to the Best of Bias Podcast With Lydell De Niro and Hugo Twilight What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Lydell De Niro, and you know what it's time for. You see me in the pod booth, so you know what it's time for. It's time for another podcast. Happy Friday, happy Friday, happy Friday. The best part of your week is here now. Do not be, you know, angry anymore. Get a smile on your face, because it's time to bring the bias to the table. We're going to talk about it. Um, Lydell De Niro in the building, like always. And we got Damo in the building again. Hey, what's up, Damo? Let's talk about some what's topics good? today. Um, we got plenty of stuff to talk about, like you heard in the intro. We got some NBA to talk about, um, some pop culture topics, uh, and so oh shit, this is double sided. Um, the Oscars, um, yeah, a bunch of stuff to talk about. So it's a packed episode today. So I hope you guys are ready. It's the best of bias podcast. How you doing today, Demo? Good, good. You know what good. I'm saying? Got a new little setup going. Happy to be back on. Hope y'all can hear me and whatnot. Yeah, we can um, hear it loud and clear. Aha. So we about to get back into it. You feel me? Yes, yes, yes. Without further ado, let's do so. So we're going to start off with some sports talk, some NBA talk, because we're getting close to the playoffs here. And it's a bunch of storylines going on that we can touch on real quick. First, I'm going to start off with the standings. Um, I know you probably want to hear how your team is doing if they're in the top 10. Um, so I'm, gonna, I'm just going to announce that because the playing uh, play tournament is important and there's a lot of important stuff coming up. And yeah, we're going to get right to it. Um, so starting with the Eastern Conference, we got Bucks in first, uh, 50 and 19, Celtics and second with 47 and 22 Sixers in third with 45 and 22 they just beat the Cavs right now so they might be 46 and 22 um Cavs are in fourth at 44 28 fifth we got the Knicks 41 and 30 and the last team that's kind of fighting off the play-in tournament we got the Nets at 39 and 30 um but right under them we got the Heat at 37 and 33 Hawks at in eighth place at 34 and 35 Raptors at ninth at 33 and 36 and the playing teams end with the wizards at 32 and 37. Um, yeah. So all that is good. It's good to hear that in the East. The East is pretty competitive, but it's not as tight as the Western conference here in the Western conference. We got the nuggets in first, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 46 and 23, even though we slump right now, I'll talk about that in a second. Grizzlies in second at 41 and 27. They just got blown out by uh, who the uh, Miami Heat. Um, we got the Kings in third at 41 and 27. They just beat. Um... You okay, nigga? Where you where, where you going? All right. Anyways, uh, we lost Damo for a second. He always got to do some shit while we recording. He couldn't do it before. What's up with this guy? But anyways, we got the Nuggets at first. I already said that. We're in third place. We got the Kings who just beat the Bulls. So they're 41 and 27, five games back of uh, of first place. And the Grizzlies are now four and a half games back of uh, first place now since we did beat them um, in the uh, season series. So we do have a little up on them. So we got a little breathing space there. In fourth place, we got the Suns at 37 and 32. Fifth place, we got the Warriors at 36 and 33. And then in sixth place, we got the Clippers at 36 and 33, which is kind of we're recording this on Wednesday. So the Warriors are playing the Clippers tonight. So we um we're gonna see what how that turns out. 
Um, but that sixth place, of course, is safe from the play-in for now. Um, seventh place, we do have the Timberwolves at 35 and 34. Eighth place, Thunder at 34 and 35. Mavs at 34 and 35 and ninth. Lakers at 34 and 36 at 10th. And 11th, following them up for that play-in is the Jazz at 33 and 36. So the West is really close from 5 to 11. Um, all the games are separate. All the teams are separated by like five games or less. Uh, or three or four games or less. So every game matters now and it's getting kind of close. And there's been some storylines in the NBA after me going through those standings, um, starting with my slumping nuggets, allow me to talk for a second here. Um, the nuggets right now um, are going through something that I feel like a lot of unexperienced teams that are not really used to being the number one seed are kind of experiencing. Um, we playing real hard throughout the season to get to this number one seed and got such a big lead. I feel like the, the, urgency and the energy of the team is just going down right now and they're trying to coast to the playoffs um some people can say at least they're having this adversity right now rather than when the playoffs actually start because when that happens you have no fallback if you're losing the playoffs you're out so um they that, that's one way of looking at it me personally i'm like god damn we just had a, a four game losing streak losing to teams that are actually pretty bad so in my eyes it's looking like i don't know either the coach is just trying to do too much tinkering with lineups and many Minutes and stuff close to the end of the season when we need to be winning because again the Grizzlies are and the Kings are four and a half games back now. So we have you seen a change? Have you seen a change in what you guys have like your play has been doing? Uh, I, I have personally. We're not playing as much defense as we were in the beginning of the season. Um, the the care. I me personally, I think Yoke is just trying to show at this point that he doesn't care about the MVP too much. Um, and it's showing. He doesn't take any shots. Half the games, he, he, I don't know. He's just doing too much to show he doesn't care. Um, we, I, me personally, I know he doesn't care. All he cares about is horse racing in Serbia. That's all that nigga cares about at all in winning a championship, probably. But I'm pretty sure he wasn't really expecting to get the MVP the last two years in a row. But this guy, I don't know. I just feel like, I don't know. Don't let the media get to you now because we do have a bigger goal than MVP for him. And uh, I think that, you know. Let him be MB the tryhard win it this year so he can just calm the fuck down. That boy is too much. I don't know if you saw the Cavaliers game right now. They uh they're uh what happened? Uh Embiid had five fouls and he uh offensive fouled Mobley for a sixth foul. He clearly extended his arm and pushed him hella hard because Mobley's hella skinny. Uh oh, that was yeah, a sixth yeah. foul. So Doc Rivers challenged it and they overturned that shit. The crowd was irate. That was his five, that was his fifth foul, and they were down by like five, six. So were with they the, at home, yeah, were they at home? yeah, Cavaliers Ooh. were at home too. So the crowd was just going crazy. Some fans threw some shit on the court and shit like that. Ooh, um, shit. Yeah, yeah, it's just getting bad. But I don't know, man. It's Embiid, you can just tell this is what's on his mind. Winning the MVP and him being snubbed the last couple of years, he's like, "Fuck, I just got to do it." Yeah, I mean, but like you, you can't lie. His play has backed it up, right? Like, yeah. If if the Joker wasn't so crazy and so good, then like MB would be no question the MVP, right? It's not yeah. like, and it's like such a small mark, not a small margin, but like it's kind of where oh the Nuggets are in first place and the Sixers aren't doing as well, right? Um, but I I also don't think. Embiid is like, I'm the superstar of the team, so I have to carry them on my back. Jokic or Jokic is more like, 
I'm just going to basically fit in where I need to. And I'm going to help like make the team play better as a whole. You know what right. I'm saying? Yeah. And, it, and it just calculates to where he, he balls out. Yeah. It's offensive. It's just weird because you can just tell, I mean, from the outside looking, if you don't watch all the games, you can just say like, Oh, this shit's crazy. Or this shit is like out of the ordinary, but this fool doesn't shoot. It's like he spends the first couple quarters just passing the ball to people. It's like trying to get people open. And then it's like, okay, if we need points, we'll just start scoring. It's like this fool could score 100 points every game if he wanted to, but he doesn't do it. It's just I'm, crazy. I'm sensing you have been uh, taking him on the points over and prize picks oh, yeah. kind of often, and he has not been coming through. Well, no, that. now he oh. has. Because oh, the last okay. two games, he had like 18 and 20, but he still had a triple-double. But – the last couple of games with all the talk, him not being aggressive enough and us losing a couple of games, this fool has, he put up what 34, 20 and 11, one game in our last mm. game, 28, eight and seven. So he's still putting up numbers, but if it doesn't result in wins, that's what's going to let Embiid sneak back into it, which is like at, watching Embiid play is just, it's, he's good. He has skills, but it's like when a nigga shoots like 15 free throws a game and it ends with 30 points, it's like, okay, how much did he really do? And how much was, but his shots are silky. He's a big man. If he puts his like, you know, his back to the basket, nobody's stopping him. Uh, and I mean, they have no choice but to call a foul, but it's just kind of crazy at this point. He's pretty good at controlling the pace as well, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he can kind of pop in, pop out, but also be like, take time off the clock when they need it. Or, I mean, he's not the best passer, but he still can kind of like play that. Oh, I can grab it, dish it off here and there type of role. Yeah, um, for sure. For sure. And he uh, he has James Harden. It's like James Harden's going past that rock. He has he's averaging like 10 assists a game. And mm-hmm. he could still shoot and get to the line. So having that backup right now is kind of beneficial for them winning games too. Because Jamal Murray, I don't know. I think his knee is still hurt from the season. He's dealing with a lot of knee swelling during the season. Uh, he's been taken out a couple of games. And he just doesn't look like himself. You know what I'm saying? So, And our coach, for some reason, doesn't trust Michael Porter Jr. And he's actually showing to be our second best player. So, yeah, it's just... It's just who, who are you guys like projected to be playing uh, first round as number one seed? Uh, I, I don't know. It's so close down there. It's Mavericks, Thunder, Timberwolves. It can be any of those guys. Well, because you're, you're playing. So basically, one through six is in, and mm-hmm. then seven, eight, nine, ten play for the play-in tournament for, for seven and seven, eight. eight, right? Yeah. So you guys play eight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you guys think you're kind of trying to lose on purpose to maybe? not have to play one of those scary people in the playing tournament maybe maybe i don't know our coach like the, the coaching decisions have been so bad to the point it's kind of crazy like we've been you know we're losing by 20 to somebody we come back and pretty much lose by two in the end of the game but we bench michael porter for the whole fourth quarter after having 23 after halftime yeah. like coach be doing stupid stuff playing three guards reggie jackson jamal murray and uh who else is our third guard playing three guards at a time with no big, playing small when they have their big in. It's just like, it's either he's sabotaging shit or he's just really just trying to, he feels like we have a lock. So he's just going to keep trying to tinker these lineups for the playoffs because that rotation is going to shrink. But I don't know. We're going to knock on wood, hopefully beat Detroit. They have half their team injured 
and we play uh, in Detroit, but we should, you know, he should put up numbers and we should have a comeback game there, but we need to stop this slide. And if we, you know, the Kings could creep up on us, but I don't think so. Um, we got 13 games left. We got some hard ones in there, but I don't know. Um, let's talk about these Lakers though. Um, everybody's thinking the Lakers is back. Um, they won the last game by a, a big margin uh, when they had AD and the Pelicans. Game before that, I think they won with AD only scoring eight points. So there's a you know a big consensus out there, a big group of people thinking that the Lakers can make some noise in the play-in, and if they're you know get into the playoffs, they can do some damage. People saying they can end as high as the four seed, five seed. So um, mm -hmm. I don't yeah. know. Well, it is close, but I don't think it's that close. It's two, it's um, three games. Yeah, but you have to, one, our star player is hurt. So we're kind of, and our second star player is probably the most fragile player <laughs> in the NBA. Who sat for KD. no reason. Yeah, right? And so, um, I don't know. I think this is going to be a big test on whether AD is the future of the Lakers because if AD can't kind of take over and really take this team into the playoffs past the playing, because I think right now we are 10th. So we are yeah. last in the playing. Um, so um, that's not, that's not looking good, right? Okay. Yeah. We could possibly end at four, but in reality, where are you at right now? And like I know the team is a lot better, but it's it's looking tough because yeah. even AD isn't performing consistently. Right, right, and yeah, yeah. It's it just it's just funny to me sometimes because Lakers fans can make uh, I don't say average player like above average player seem like a fucking superstar. Like every player on the on the uh, Lakers that are doing right now, doing good right now, Vanderbilt fucking uh, michael beasley they've they, we drafted them the nuggets drafted them and just let hey, them go tell me tell me they aren't starting to have that makeup of a lebron james championship team though they a are a bunch they... of like role players that like don't have egos they aren't looking to like hey this is my team blah 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 like People are fitting into their roles and doing what they need to do. And like, this is all without LeBron right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I think D'Lo is, huh, man, he has been a great pickup because we needed a, um, basically a point guard who can be a, a playmaker, but also score and get a bucket for you. Mm -hmm. But also he can play off the ball. So he's a point guard that can make things happen without having to run one. He can run two, pull up and catch and shoot, or he can, hey, pump fake, boom, dish it off to another person, boom, we busting threes. Um, we got hustle players, like you said, Vanderbilt, Mr. Mm -hmm. um, AR-15, you know what I'm saying? Austin Reeves is out there balling, and he reminds me of like a – like a Della Badova or a Mario Chalmers, right? Where they're, mm -hmm. they're not like super good or crazy, but they fit into their like roles really well and like really help that team morale. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I feel it. Yeah, and I, I, I can see it coming. It's just like, I mean, the play-in tournament, realistically, it's going to be what? Timberwolves, Thunder, Mavs, Lakers, and Jazz? Like what? 
that is that is they should be able to handle that. I think Jazz are in eleventh, so they could take somebody's spot, but they're like one game back of you guys. Um, so any of those teams, I think you guys can handle easily with LeBron coming back. It's just what place you can actually get. I mean, if you get that first win or those two wins, you take seventh, and then you'd have the Grizzlies, which uh, I don't know if that's good oh, for the Lakers great. necessarily. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if that's two favorite teams. Yeah, and the Mavs are gonna jump up. Yeah, so we're gonna see, man. It's gonna be interesting because what? Unless the Kings just fucking fall off, just Suns, Warriors, Clippers. I think they're gonna stay where they are pretty much. It's just those Timberwolves don't deserve to be in seventh at all. I don't know where that's coming yeah. from. And the Thunder is tanking. Playoffs. The playoffs is about to be crazy. Yeah. Western Conference for show. Ugh, uh, uh. Hope we get a cupcake first round and just watch everybody just fuck each other up. That's the thing. Nobody is a, uh, the only people. Timberwolves. Yeah, but I say shit. Like Timberwolves <laughs> win again in eighth place. Yeah. I'll be like, happy. That's the only. Really, right? I that's fuck the with the Jazz. Yeah. Yeah. I fuck with the Jazz. Thunder can still get somebody too on a good day. Mm, but yeah, nah, Thunder ain't getting nobody in a seven game series. Yeah. Cause Shy Gillis can't do it like seven games in a row. Yeah. But yeah, I'll take two. the Thunder or the Timberwolves. The Mavericks still are going to make it. So fuck. Yeah. It's going to have to be one of those. It's either going to be the Mavericks. Y'all better take care of business, dog. Y'all better take care of business because they're sitting Luca and Kyrie almost every game now. And they're just falling and falling. That playing is going to be crazy. We sitting AD and LeBron, so <laughs> that is that was that's dumb. They said 100 percent health, and he's just sitting because it's a back to back. He doesn't want to play play back to back games. That's and it's Houston. You need him against Houston. Play him limited minutes. This all we need all the wins possible. Yeah, yeah. It shouldn't be playing. I mean, because we lost to the Rockets right today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just by lost. 14, wasn't it, or by four? Uh. No, nah, I think it might have been 14. I know we were getting smacked. No, it's uh, four, it's four, it's four. Whew. Oh, okay. Whew. I was yeah, say 14 would have been bad. Well, now we are losing by 14 uh, with like six minutes left or like 12. thing about uh, them is they're going to keep those young boys in the whole game, even if they're winning by hella. So you guys have a chance to come back on them. Um, yeah. But yeah, in that NBA is the NBA, man. I'm not really looking. I'm not too happy about it. I am happy Ooh. that Grizzlies lost today, though. The Kings just beat the Bulls. Uh, what's his name? Hit the final shot. De'Aaron Fox. Oh, it's right now. Game winner. Ooh. I just saw it on uh, ES or ESPN. 32. I had him 31 and a half points and assist. Oh, and then he hit the, the game winner to get oh, you the 30. Oh, man. That's amazing. That <laughs> is amazing. That's raw. Um, yeah. So that's dope. Let's move on to this Oscar stuff, man. There's a lot going on here. Some disappointments, some surprises. Um, we talked about everything, everywhere, all at once on here. Um, I think we did, but um, we have to owe it some apologies or I have to give it another shot, watch it again, because I, I guess it was hella good. Um, everything, everywhere, all at once, directed by Dan Kwan and Daniel Wu. Shinert. They won seven total awards at the Emmy, or it means the Oscars. Best Picture, Best Director. Original screenplay, editing, best actress, best supporting actress. Yeah, that is how pretty much. Do, how, well, uh, <laughs> we'll re-rate them once we both see it again. Yeah, I have to watch that shit. I'll probably watch it tonight after one I of, watch the one of my One of my disappointments was I felt very lost. Yeah. Um, like, she was really lost in the movie, but I also feel felt really lost on what was going on. Yeah, and so, for the fact that they're winning so many Oscars, it means everybody else got it. Like, what the uh, fuck? Right. Oh, uh, God. 
<laughs> I was confused. I was like, okay, all right. But so I, but I think we got to give it another try because my yeah. homie Anthony did say it was good. But yeah, me, I got out of it. He, the mom is supposed to be more accepting of her daughter who is trying to make choices and stuff like that. I I got the main like the main thing. Yeah, but, like the whole journey. It was it was wild. It's kind of funny because you know what it reminds us of. It reminds us the Marvel and variants. And uh, what's his name? Um, uh, Ki Young Kwan, short round, from uh, from Indiana Jones and from Goonies. Yeah. Um, he's actually gonna be. He won best uh, what best supporting actor. Um, and he's gonna actually be in Loki, which is kind of crazy because. He's going to be like, uh, have you seen, of course, you've seen James Bond. And you know who Q is for James Bond. He's like handler and shit like that that helps him out. So I guess uh, he's going to be that kind of character in Loki, which is so like, I, is it all connected? I'm going to call the the bluff or the myth that basically you have to sell your soul to Marvel um, when you're in one of their movies because we're seeing a lot of, obviously... If you're a main character, maybe, right? Yeah. But we're seeing a lot of different characters that play Marvel movie characters in other things as well, right? right. Even Michelle, the one that was in Everywhere All at Once. Michelle Yeoh. Michelle Yeoh. She was in Shang-Chi as yeah. the aunt. So um, Creed Three had literally three Marvel actors in it it was yeah. kang uh killmonger and uh valkyrie so it's like they are showing that they're changing it up a little bit yeah i think i think loosening that grip is getting them more actors because yeah. uh before i feel like they were trying to make an actor into a character for them but now it's more so um you're getting big time actors to play certain roles because you know some people are saying marvel stopped getting as many eyes on some of the projects that they've been uh putting out and a lot of, you know we're getting a lot of cameos from really famous people uh we got bill murray in ant-man we had matt damon <laughs> in a couple of these loki movies uh charlize theron in the yeah. credit after credit scenes in doctor strange oh she's gonna be a new character as well which yeah. is pretty tight um yeah there's a whole bunch of characters and it, it and it's cool it's cool because well tom holland he was already doing hella shit well he's not necessarily in disney that's just a whole nother shit because <laughs> that's a sony property and they let him do whatever he wants to do unlike yeah but anyways i, I respect that respect that i got some marvel stuff to talk about i think at the end here yeah um, so i i know you disagreed with one of the uh awards that oh yeah they won um, I definitely want to talk about that. Of course, I need again. I need to rewatch the movie Everything Everywhere all at once because best supporting actress with of the snub of the year. Uh, I guess the the biggest, second biggest snub in Oscars history. I'm just kidding. I don't know about all that, but yeah, Angela I, Bassett, 29 years ago, got snubbed for uh, um, What's Love Got to Do with It, the Tina Turner role she played back then. And then, like 29 years later, um, everybody thought and she was expected to win Best Supporting Actress Actress for Black Panther 2, Wakanda Forever. And she ended up losing to Jamie Lee Curtis for Best Supporting Actress and Everything Everywhere All at Once. And I don't remember her role at all in that movie. The, I, so that's the thing. Like, all right. So out of that movie, I like remember her role the most 
Really? Um, yeah, just because she was like the most out of the ordinary out of the whole movie. Um, she was basically the just the like insurance lady. Right. Um and like it that it just baffles me because like yeah, she did play an insurance lady really well. But she did not play the queen of Wakanda. Right. Those roles, those scenes that she had. Oh, my God. And she died in the movie. Spoiler alert if you haven't seen it. But come on now. (laughs) You had to give it to her for that. That was the big, really big snub. And after that, I was like, "Uh, I don't think I'm going to watch this anymore. But shout out Brandon Fraser for winning uh, Best Actor. Long time coming. That's my guy um, for all his projects, man. The Mummy series, Monkey Bone. Did you see The Whale? Uh, I haven't seen The Whale. I haven't seen The Whale. Me a lot either. of these movies I haven't seen. I got to give that one a try, too. I heard it was kind of like, well. Emotional. Exactly. I'm not good at like the emotional movies. Right, right. I'm not really into those either. But, you know, I want to see All Quiet on the Western Front, though. That won a whole bunch of awards. That's the second most winning uh, awards. It, it won international film, cinematography, original score, and production design. Um, so that's supposed to be a dope-ass, uh, like, 1940s, 1920s. 30s like war movie um when they're supposed to be like in germany or something and it follows some like you know germany in the war and stuff and some people get knocked off it's pretty cool i heard it's hella violent um of course michelle yo won best actress guillermo del toro won best animated film for his pinocchio on netflix i don't know if anybody saw that uh best costume design black panther 2 wakanda forever avatar 2 won uh visual effects this is pretty funny because Top Gun was supposed to win hella awards and it only won for sound. <laughs> I know, right? That's and it's crazy, but well that see that's hard like for the direct cuz I think uh everywhere or everything everywhere all at once or whatever won uh best like cin- not sing it won best picture. Mhm. But did it win? It won like best screenplay or something like that, right? Uh, let's see. Best original screenplay, yes. Yeah. And so, which is weird because it it didn't, I felt like a lot of the other movies told a better story. <laughs> yeah. um, well, because they got lost in having to confuse you with everything. So right. they lightweight had to throw random stuff in there for that reason right they had to like give this oh it's chaotic type of feel but i don't know i just felt like it makes when one movie wins that many awards like that kind of it kind of makes me think a little bit twice about the awards and like exactly voting yeah um and just how realistic um, those awards are. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It can be a consensus like that to give them all those awards. And I don't know, man. Um, I appreciated it, I guess, man. I really was watching or tuned in to see Angela Bassett win. But after she didn't, I guess the second best thing was Rihanna's performance. How did you, did you watch her performance? She did the I song did. from Black Panther. Oh, okay. I did not watch her performance. I didn't. Uh, I didn't see it. Was think it was good? Uh, I didn't see it either. I, I didn't okay. watch after Angela, Angela Bassett lost. I just can't. It's It was too much pandering, man. They they just want you to stick around to watch Rihanna perform, and that's how you keep people watching this shit. And then me personally, I don't think she'd be, she'd be doing all these performances when she's like six, seven months pregnant. 
I think she needs to sit down a little bit. Yeah. What, all right. So I got a question. What award show do you like think is like really authentic? What award show? Yeah, because I feel like we always are like, oh, the Grammys are are yeah. bought. Oh, the Oscars are this. Oh, the this like um, the Kids Choice Awards shit. Shit, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't even think that'd be the best. Um, right. I, I feel shit. Uh, maybe MTV Movie Awards. <laughs> okay. okay. I don't know. It's the most accurate, and I'm sure like those they actually take people's like uh, opinions into like into consideration. Um, and there's some good movies in there that everybody's seen. The categories be filled with shit that people have seen, not yeah. super niche movies like the Oscars and shit like that. Yeah, no, nah, I, I like that. That's because that, that's more. It seems like more of like a a general like award show. Like this is for the people. I, I don't want to say like a people award show because we just said people's choice awards, but yeah, it's it definitely got the feel of like oh, okay, we voted on this one and not yeah. everybody else. But yep. even so, like even the ranking, um, like I, IMDb and, and all of these, uh, what you call it, uh, the database, yeah, yeah, the Rotten Tomato, Rotten Tomato, and this and that. It's like who's really rating these movies? I mean, yeah. obviously we can find out, but yeah, I went movies. Something you got to kind of just go see for yourself because people in you know, in the Oscars voting and stuff, they don't want to give Marvel any credit because they don't consider it to be like real movies. You know what I'm saying? Nothing like, you know, that's like, uh, I guess everything everywhere all at once, something super dramatic. I don't know. They feel like it's a cheat code because it has superheroes and stuff in it or something like that. So I never really give it the consideration and should deserve. Um, I feel like everywhere, everything all at once was basically just like that. But yeah, she was just playing a different role. I, yeah, I think it's a, they're just it's a gripe against Marvel because they make all the money, all the movies make all the money, yet they don't win no awards. It has to be some, you know, something that has to correlate somewhere. But I guess nah, I guess they just hating because they ain't making as much money as Marvel is making. I guess I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. No, but um, true. yeah. How do you feel? Do you think would you let your wife or uh, perform at all these events being super pregnant like Rihanna is? Well, uh, I get. I guess since matters, she's a billionaire, it yeah, really. matters how the bag is, and <laughs> and it's like she might. It matters kind of like what you talk about at home, right? Like mm -hmm. maybe she's like, oh well, once I have this kid, I might not be able to perform and do these types of things. So maybe she wants to do it like that, or maybe she's doing it to say like, hey, I did these performances i did the super bowl and the oscars damn the big time stomach. right <laughs> like, that's, that's epic you as perform with me so that'd be yeah. like a pretty epic story yeah and she gonna go after she had this baby she's gonna sit down for a long time and ain't nobody gonna see her again for a long time ain't no albums coming out she's gonna work on that fenty and she's gonna keep on making bread with her babies and that's so you better enjoy her now on this oscars and this super bowl because she about to disappear again uh, yeah i was gonna say i don't think she was gonna do another one though yeah, I she's, think about to she's be. probably uh, she's that was her calling it quits. I'm in the last trimester, so <laughs> yeah, yep, yep, yep. So, shit, let's get into one of these random topics. Let's go into this first pop culture topic before we get into the, our first break. But 
Um, how do you feel about the Russians shooting down the U.S. drone over the Black Sea? Um, I don't know how to feel about it. It's a little nerve wracking. I'm not gonna lie. Um, yeah. They said it's the first time that um, the Russians have shot down something U.S. Uh, since like Cold War, probably. Cold War. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think it was that. Um, and I mean it. It wasn't like it was like over the U or over Russia or the U.S. Like it was over international waters, I believe. Right. Mm-hmm. But I I would love to know the story behind it. Like what? Yeah. Why did y'all shoot it down? What's I heard the Black Sea was by the Ukraine a little bit. Okay. Okay. So that's why why they intercepted it and kind of knocked it down. But it's just kind of scary because if they are going over there over the black sea by the ukraine they can consider that like acts of war being you know people getting involved and shit like that so i don't really know how i feel about it what was the drone doing in the first place one um and they also said it was some kind of collision like the pilot hit the propeller on accident and couldn't avoid it and just knocked it down it wasn't intentionally shot down you know what i'm saying but that's that's what they say Yeah, yeah, that's a little different, you know. So who knows? Who knows? Who knows? I, if you think there's a draft, do you think you are ready for the draft, or do you think you'll go? Do you think our our generation will go? Nah, nah. Right. Um, I don't know what the age limits are, but I'm hoping. Nah, nah. We're making (laughs) up some illness. And they gave fucking Ukraine six hundred trillion dollars. Can't they make some robots or some shit by now? They got. They got hella money from Joe Biden. Bro, Elon need to figure something out with this Tesla shit. We need to send all of the Teslas that we recalled back over there or something. Right, because you know they be doing that shit, the older models. Yeah, but no, I mean, it's... I don't know. I think it would be tough. Like, I I wonder if they would even bring back the draft, right? Because I feel like to bring back the draft, we would have to, like, not have enough right in service right yeah and i feel like before we were to draft we would basically ask a bunch of people right yeah. like hey please join the army hell of people would uh, too yeah right shit our homie said he'd do it yeah everybody uh, yeah hell of people nah, all I'm the retired right. veterans and shit like that I'll hold go it right back in the service front for everybody. Yep. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> we working like the right here. The Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy people. They wasn't in the ships for real. They was just flying from afar. Hey, That's me. put me <laughs> in our down. Like I feel like, like we should be smart enough to have something like that, though. Right? right. Probably like, do. A little little walk up robot. You be in the inside the suit. We just waiting for a rainy day. Yep wait for somebody because once we show it they everybody gonna try to copy it so yep. you got to be super stealth and shit like that all and right especially if it's like wartime you gotta break it out right when you, <laughs> when you need it just in case it gets shot down yeah, like damn they're gonna get the parts and everything like black hawk down in that bitch mm-hmm. um let's see should we go to commercial break or real quick nah let's go to commercial break first um we'll go to our first commercial break here and then we got a couple of more topics there's some fights coming up we got to talk about um four-day work uh Four-day work week is being proposed. Um, They're bringing the bill to um, the House, and we're going to see if that could happen. Talk about the pros and cons of that. Uh, Kamaru Usman is fighting this week against uh, Leon Edwards for his rematch for the belt. Um, Some weird-ass shit that Floyd Mayweather is doing now. Plenty of topics. And we got our Cinema Corner to talk about. 
So there's a lot more coming up. It's the Best of Bias podcast. You don't go nowhere. Get you some refreshments and come right back because we got some shit here. Right back. All right, we are back. It's time for some more topics, some more, some more bias, some more crazy ass shit, and some fight talk. Let's talk about some fight talk. Um, but less crazy, which I think is an incredible idea, is the proposed four day work day, uh, four day work weeks that are being proposed now for California. Um, they're trying to pass the uh, bill to make us only work four days a week and possibly increase the, uh, you know, your life happiness. Uh, it makes people happier. I mean, that's kind of a bit, that's obvious, but I feel like there's a lot more pros and there's some cons, I'm not going to lie, um, having a four-day work week, but how would you feel about that? Four-day work um, week. I, I mean, I would obviously love it, but um, I think, I don't know. I think it's interesting. Like, I totally get, from the perspective of yeah it could be good for like mental health and stuff but it it just matters the correlation from okay if we take can you boost productivity from taking off that one day so instead of five days you have to jam what you did in five days into four days Mm -hmm. and so if you can be more productive for those four days um by having a four-day week instead of a five-day week then it's beneficial but i think right now it's people look at it from a um employee's standpoint but don't really look at it from an employer's standpoint i think um because now you're getting rid of a day of work you know what I'm saying? Of making money, of generating revenue for your business to keep going. Yeah, um, I, I just kind of feel like it's a new way of thinking. It should be your employees' uh, work-to-life balance should be, I think, prioritized, especially if they're working good for you, making you money and stuff like that. Um, I feel like if the difference in the money you're making is not that much, I feel like it should be okay. But if you're drastically losing money off people working four day work weeks. I can understand that. But even if you are an employer, you kind of do have to understand if you have a business that is people facing and you're going to have to have people work for you. um, I feel like making their lives more enjoyable could benefit your workplace. They'd be spry on Monday when they come in from having Friday, Saturday, Sunday off. Shit, make them work four tens. You still get that 40 hours. Um, depending on where you work, is you know, that could be kind of drastic. But um, I also think they should hopefully will accommodate the pay because you are losing a day. So if they don't give you 10 hour days. I think I think it, it should it's hard, but this would be ideal. It's like you give people that fifth day option based on their productivity if you can accomplish what you need to accomplish by thursday you get friday off but if you can't accomplish and you have to finish things then you have to come in on friday still yeah well i mean that's how you have to keep productivity on point yeah i mean it's kind of like a 
reward kind of like process, but I feel like that would cause a lot of resentment and cause for a lot of shortcuts that people try to take to try to get work done faster to get the day off. I don't know. It's still kind of in the making. It probably will get denied a couple of times before it actually gets passed. But in my opinion, this is going to be a last ditch effort for Biden to get California and make that shit happen, boy. You know what I'm saying? I think employers are going to be even more just there's gonna be dicks if they if it's only four day work week employers are dicks anyways man exactly yeah it's like working for somebody is just so out of the fucking yeah everybody should work for themselves make their own clothes make their own food make their own alcohol right (laughs) Right. do everything yeah shit fuck everybody else um some fights (laughs) coming up kamaru uzman's rematch versus leon edwards fuck the last fight was crazy um, Kumaro had him the whole fight until the fifth round. He let his guard down, ended up getting kicked in the face, and that was that. He lost his belt hella fast. Um, I don't know. The rematch should be good. I think uh, Kumaro Usman's gonna handle him this time and not like uh, take him lightly because man, that kick in the face was something else. Man, like the last minute of the fifth round is just nuts, you know. So that was seven months ago. Do you think he gets the uh, gets the win this time around? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's tough with UFC, though, because just like that. But I feel like he was going in there with like his head high already. And now he's going in there like I'm I'm revenge. Yeah, I'm taking what's mine. Yeah, for sure. Him and Izzy, man. Izzy Adesanya. uh, He he fought somebody that he's the only person he ever lost to um, in mixed martial arts. Um, He beat him in kickboxing. Um, and then he ended up becoming an MMA fighter and then getting a shot in the UFC to fight him for the belt. And he ended up beating him again. Uh, I think Izzy got knocked out too. Did he get knocked out or did he get... I forgot how that fight ended. But I think he they stopped it though because he was getting uh, beat up on for a little bit. Um, but I think Izzy's coming back for his belt. I know Kumaru Uzman is probably going to win this weekend. So everybody tune in for that. But this event here, this weird ass event here is the one I want to talk about. Floyd Mayweather and KSI versus Manny Pacquiao and Salt Poppy in a tag team boxing match. I've never heard of a tag team boxing match in my life. Salt Poppy, how did he connect with Manny Pacquiao to be a boxer? KSI is understandable because he's been doing the Logan Paul and the Jake Paul thing, setting up celebrity boxing matches. But Salt Poppy? What the fuck? Bro, Salt Poppy about to get... Well, first of all, it should be Jake Paul and Pacquiao. Yeah, verse um, KSI, KSI and and Mayweather, but I hope Salt Poppy gets knocked out. You talk about dude, right? Dude, that no, no, no. He's he's not even that guy. Oh, that's, that's Salt, Salt Bay. Bay. <laughs> Salt Poppy is somebody that does he does the fake run on uh he does the fake running on Instagram and he does his shit like he goes and he has salt in his hands and he puts salt on his food like this. Okay. Yeah. I know who you're talking about now. Yeah, that fool. Uh, I don't know why he's fighting, but Manny Pacquiao is coming out of retirement. Uh, Floyd, this money grab shit is getting crazy. And I think KSI will never fight Jake Paul just because he's the partners with his brother, business partners with his brother on Prime, that drink, that energy drink or whatever. Oh, okay, okay. Them fools got a Super Bowl commercial. That was that was wild. Yeah. I mean, Jake and Logan, are they are doing it right. Um, I must say, like, it it it's hard to it's hard to think somebody's authentic nowadays, but it's it's almost like 
fuck. They are going about it their way. They're yeah. doing their thing and they're making their money. Yeah, I think Jake Paul might be kind of done for it for a little bit, though, uh, just when he lost. Unless they got a rematch clause, um, because Tommy Fury's probably going to beat him again. <laughs> yeah, so um, Jake Paul had a rematch clause to where he could do he could get a rematch if he lost. But Tommy Fury didn't. So uh, if Tommy Fury would have lost. He couldn't have caught. He couldn't have called for a rematch. That's wild. Yeah, that's he some Jake Paul with. shit, though. Yeah, and Jake Paul. I mean, I guess he can box. He's he can move, but that overhand right is like all he has. And sometimes it's kind of hard to block it. I guess. I mean, I think that fucking Woodley when shit was staged like a motherfucker. Uh, I'm sorry, but I've never seen nobody get knocked out and go into that pose all theatrically. I'm like, hold up, bruh. Hold up. And he just let his hands down. And he knew the overhand right was coming because that's all he throws. I think he might have actually got knocked out. And when you think about it, like, all right, say you're about to take this L, right? And you're like, oh, knock me out in the fourth round. And Jake Paul would be the type of person that, like, he, like, legit hits you. And, like, you legit let him, right? Like, so bro. you're letting somebody catch you with their full strength, like right hook. And I think you would go to sleep. Just let him, uh, that's so crazy for, I mean, You basically I guess. let him sleep you. For it's 10 like, mil. Nigga. Yeah, I get it, yeah. Yeah, 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 I get it. I get it, I get it. Um, yeah. But yeah, we'll see. I don't even know, what, like I said, I don't know what tag team boxing match means. I know Floyd Mayweather is probably gonna take most of the money anyways. Um, I, I, How I big no is KSI? He he's kind of big. He's kind of big. He seems like he's at least like six foot, maybe. Yeah, he's he's a big guy. He's a big guy. He's uh from the UK. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Bro, him boxing little ass Pacquiao. Yeah, so uh, he better not box Pacquiao because pa Pacquiao probably it's mixed tag his team shit. though. I know you better tag it out right when Floyd tags out. Ooh. Tag out. Uh, hey, I don't want to box Pacquiao. Did you see that uh, Jake Paul hella ran from uh, Floyd Mayweather and shit though? Uh, probably, I think it was like maybe a week ago or like within a week but basically it was at some event or something um, Floyd met Floyd and like probably like 30 people um, approached Jake Paul um, basically like oh what's up you want to take my hat now or oh, something like God that damn, right? yeah. and like you could tell Jake Paul's kind of like walking off, but like Jake Paul didn't really have no like hella security like that. I think he might have had a couple people. Um, and dude, you just see him just took uh, off. And I was yeah. like, bro, I feel you. I ain't even trying oh, to yeah. slip Floyd, Floyd ain't gonna hit you, but one of them other boys that's trying to make Floyd happy, they'll they'll yeah. take you at. Yeah, yeah. somebody who just got a, a duffel bag with a million in the yeah. suburban. They got all kinds of shit with them. Um, but yeah, what do you think about Ryan Garcia and the Javante Davis fight? That fight is coming up as well. Um, the social That's... media star versus the proven Floyd Mayweather protege. Um, yeah. What do you think is going to happen there? I think that's the... I think that's the social media fight of boxers. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So like professional boxers, this is basically the social media fight, but I'm actually really interested to see it just because I feel like I see Ryan Garcia 
on social media all the time. Like he is like the most popular boxer that you'll never see box nobody. Exactly. <laughs> like, and it's showing you that his hands can move fast. Yeah, like dude, just be. <laughs> and it's like okay, like damn, I I see this nigga more than any other boxer in on Instagram, and somehow I have to look him up for highlights. Like, exactly. <laughs> like, and he'd be knocking people out, but it's like it'd be nobody's tank. We yeah. actually see him fighting on Showtime month after month after month we don't see nothing with ryan garcia besides him punching people wearing the body suit seeing if they can take his punches or some bullshit like that um, but i wonder but, who is his team though um, oh yeah matt was saying that he got a good team behind him um trainers ryan garcia? yeah oh, yeah. okay uh well because like obviously uh javante davis got like mayweather had mayweather promotions right mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and now he's with somebody else and he's probably trying to promote himself because, like, you know, a lot of boxers, they have to promote themselves. That's how they make the money for the fight. That's how they make their pretty much money from people coming and watching and buying the fights. So Mayweather is just a draw all himself. So he's easily, if anybody's in his protege, everybody will watch because they know Floyd Mayweather. Uh, but then once Floyd Mayweather, Mayweather stops fucking with you, it's like, okay, what am I going to do as far as, like, my uh, promotion goes? And he's trying to get out of that cloud and actually do his own thing. And he's big enough now. He is big enough now, I feel like, to, you know, his, be his own draw. And he is doing lightweight doing the Jake Paul thing because Ryan Garcia has been chirping forever and the fight has never been set up and they're avoiding each other. No, Because in boxing, people don't want to fight the best boxers out of fear of being knocked off. So once these fights are actually put together, it makes it hella cool, especially, you know. Good. Well, and that's what, like, <clears throat> so that's why I feel like Ryan Garcia is, like, his social media boxer self or whatever, right? Mm. Because he didn't really have the Mayweather promotions helping him build, like build him up. So he had to basically do it on his own. And that's where it's like, okay, I got to basically have all of these low profile fights, but I have to just be on social media and just show my skills. And it's going to bring a lot of younger people to watch the fight as well, because shit. He's probably known to the younger people. Well, because boxing, bro, like you got to think about like we're spoiled because football only used to be on like Sundays and then it was Mondays and now it's on Thursday and Sunday and Monday. But imagine boxers, bro, like you get one box or one boxing match and it's like you got to wait. For hella long for another one yeah and it's not gonna be prime time like every single one super close together right it yeah. might be prime time with long points in between but it's like you get a real boxer i don't know maybe gets a fight a year yeah right i don't really if so know. you train for like eight nine months and then fight somebody else um depending on yeah if you're a contender or whatever trying to get the title but yeah, it, boxing is interesting, man, because you know, you people be getting their asses whooped in the ring. And I feel like I don't know if they get paid enough. Only the big names get paid hella, hella money. That's why it's important for this fight to happen and these two guys to kind of just become people that are more so in the front of the spotlight for the younger generation. It's going to mix both generations, older generation, because everybody watches Tank and the, the, you know, the actual boxing aficionados Mm -hmm. and the people that don't really watch boxing as much and just know Ryan Garcia from Instagram, from TikTok, will watch the fight to see if he actually can fight and beat a actual top-notch boxer. So it'll be interesting to see. Very, very interesting. Shall we talk I'm, about... I, oh. I'm excited to see it. I, yeah. I'm going to watch it for sure. This weekend? Is it this weekend? Nah, it's in April. 
um, April something. Uh, the the Edwards and Usman fight is on this Saturday. weekend. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, let's talk about the cinema. Let's get in the cinema corner. Cinema corner, starting with Mayor of East Town, East Town, Kingstown, <laughs> starring my guy Jeremy Renner. How you feeling about it so far, season two? Um, hey, how you feel about season two? Man, it's it's heavy. It's yeah. it's getting heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, even the first season was heavy, um, but it's. I I really like the show. Yeah. Um, I felt like it was getting a little repetitive, but I like how they switched it up now. Mm-hmm. Um, so they pulled themselves out of the fear of like, okay, another episode. Um, going back, I don't feel like there's been many like just filler episodes either, right? There has been something that kind of substantial happens in each episode. Um, but I, I definitely, I I don't like how... I liked how their relationship was going smooth, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I don't like that it's kind of a, oh, well, you put me through tough times. I'm going to do my own shit. And yeah. I don't care about nobody else now. That relationship has always been kind of sketchy to me. Um, but it's like, yeah, that job is probably the hardest job in the world. You, you're not legally doing shit. You're going around the law. Because you're, you know, everybody and doing favors for people inside of jail. It's just, it's just very interesting. The aspect of they're showing you how in jail is, and they're showing you, you know, how that. I guess whether in Detroit, um, yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure it's a real place. I'm sure shit goes down. It's just bunny be tripping. Um, I, I love how I love how they, they like focus on the gangs, but don't really. But mm-hmm. they show how it's real that the outside gangs kind of control the inside gangs and vice versa. They help each other out. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So mm-hmm. um, it it's like really political when it comes exactly. down to it. Yeah. And um, what the guards let get away with, like what are they're allowed to let people slide with stuff. The, just the first season, the whole pack, we're going to send you a package of drugs over. We'll let you send one. He was like, yo, well, we need that tomorrow. And then, yeah, it's just all the shit that was happening before the riot. And then after the riot, how it left everybody so emotionally scarred that they're doing all this dirty shit now. Um, it's just crazy. It's just crazy to me. Like, set the dude on fire in jail. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I'm not a big fan of the uh, the black dude that beat up the three blindfolded Oh yeah, yeah. He's what's his role? He's like the he's like he's like a warden ish kind of guy, warden of the officers of whatever, right? I feel him though. During the riots, they raped him with the 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 the, the Billy Club, so he don't he don't give a fuck no more. He's like, oh, these fools. I don't know who exactly did it, but I'm gonna get my revenge on everybody because I'm violated now and I'm never gonna be the same. That riot was crazy. In season yeah, one. Yeah, I was almost emotionally scarred. <laughs> that was nuts, the shit that was happening. Yeah, and then for them to get out of that situation, me, I'm not too um, fond of the girl in the show the, uh, the that Mike's fucking with. I forgot her name. Oh, my it. goodness. Uh, yeah. Iris. 
Yeah, she's yeah. yeah, she's doing too much. She went back to Milo. Um, the situation with Milo is getting kind of crazy. Um, yeah, yeah, it's just getting wild. Um, I don't know. Bunny, they beat up the SWAT dude. Yeah, that was wild. So that was uh, that. I they didn't show you who it was. I thought they were just Not, on bikes. No, well, that was that was them because that's where they oh, went okay. to go get the guns because they wanted to go to war with the SWAT team. He was like, those guys that came through and was killing all of us when they were arresting you in jail. I want that SWAT motherfucker. He was like, that's why they got oh, all those guns. Yeah. And then Mike was okay. calling them and was like, watch your back because they got a hit out on you. And they came and just whooped his ass. And that's how it ended. Yeah. Okay. 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 That makes that makes more sense. That can Yeah. That shit. That, that SWAT dude was crazy. Remember the beginning when they shot his brother and they went to the house where dude was that shot him? And he was oh, like, grab yeah. the gun. Point it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I didn't really like him from that moment on. I, yeah. To be honest, I, I didn't really like many of the SWAT dudes. Yeah, uh, I don't well, think they're supposed to be really liked. They're just trying to show you that people that Mike has to deal with on a daily basis, the different like, kind of people. I like the one one white dude, though, that had Bunny's back. Um, I liked him and then didn't like him, and then I liked oh, him. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. The only one white dude that seemed like he was trying to take care of like the situation and <laughs> just might just be killing people and just getting away with it that's what's crazy to me that fool went to milo's group or the white supremacists in the first season just shot them all up just bounced hey, well it's detroit well and i think mike knows like okay these are bad people i can kill these fools and nothing good nothing right gonna, nobody's gonna report it nobody's gonna be like oh yeah my drug dealers are missing or like oh <laughs> My hit man just died. <laughs> he, he was whooping Milo's uh, right-hand man's ass every chance he gets. He shot the uh, the officer that tried to run him over. He shot oh. him. Bruh, <laughs> the PO. Nah. Uh, Iris, fuck, dude. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That threw me off, though, because yeah. I thought she was... Excuse me. I thought she was setting up Mike. No, I think she I think she's going to back trying to backstab Milo. She just knew Milo would be able to find her no matter where she was at. So she basically just went back to try but to infiltrate. Didn't she call? So she called Mike and said, meet me somewhere, blah, 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 blah. And then once she got done, he Mike was like, we're almost there. And then she gave the phone to Milo. So oh. Milo was watching her tell mike to meet her somewhere because he wants them bonds so that's the deal they made um, oh get, okay 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 yeah give me those bonds and i'll let her go type shit because he knows so that he likes not, iris okay she's not trying to set him up she's just trying to make the switch yeah and shit man that dude was fucking with her broke her arm in the first season and shit beat her ass so i guess that was revenge for that but yeah the season's going good man um not the finale yet we're gonna see what happens after they whoop that dude's uh the swat dude's ass uh yeah jeremy renner's doing his like, thing we're on episode like seven huh yeah it's kind of late in the season but i think we still got a little bit to go though i think there's gonna be maybe two more episodes if i'm not mistaken i'm i'm hoping uh jeremy makes a full recovery yeah um, man i really like yeah. him as an actor mm-hmm that's just sad if uh, if he kind of has to like, I mean, obviously he's gonna have to slow down his career, but yeah, it's gonna be tough. I yeah. remember that shit. I liked him from all the way from Boondock Saints. 
Yeah, yeah, I fuck with him. And uh, what was my first thing I've seen him in? He was in a SWAT. He was the yeah, bad guy, but yeah, I liked him yeah. in that. He that was, might have been the first wrong. thing. That might have been the first thing that he turns on him and, the, and he shoots. The, yep, yep. Yeah, um, I watched that. Uh, I was like, I started it yesterday, and I was like, oh damn, he looks hella young. I watched Mortal Kombat yesterday. That shit was kind of clean. The new one or the old? Yeah, one? the new one. The I new might, one. I might have to do both. That's just pretty new clean. one was sick. I like yeah. the new one. And they're unlocking the powers and shit. Yeah. Um, Mando episode three that just dropped. Did you watch the newest episode yet? Yeah, I did. How'd you feel about that one? Um, I I liked it, it but I it was definitely like a filler origin story. But I liked how they didn't just make it that. Mm-hmm. Okay, like they bounced this back in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so glad they probably cut last week's episode short and then added that to the beginning of this week's so it wasn't just this random boring yeah uh, like because like, i wasn't the biggest fan of that part and i mean obviously it's gonna have its own story to tell um, yeah but it definitely was just like opening the story for us yeah um, whatever that is or whatever sh- whoever she is I thought they were just trying to show us how the clones started to be made um, for like the Clone Wars and shit like that. Um, I don't know what time period it's supposed to be in, but I thought that's what they were trying to show us, that the scientists' research led to the creation of the Star Troopers and all the clones that were made that uh, went out and uh, executed Order 616, which was to kill all the Jedi. No, they're already already dead, right? They already yeah, did. so I think I think they might be trying to recreate it, right? So he might be researching the Clone Wars and trying to recreate the clones. Yeah, maybe I don't know because they or all he's trying to clone the... a Jedi. Yeah, because they all work for the Empire um, and got transferred over and kind of like were considered like good guys now. I knew that girl was bad from the beginning. She just looked yeah, evil she as fuck. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For she sure. uh she was like, you're on Moff Gideon's ship, weren't you? And it's like mm. Yeah, Moff Gideon's the bad guy. He's the bad one. John Carlo Esposito. But I did like how they did shoot back to Mando because that's all I really cared about. Um when they told the um the other Mandalorians that he bathed in the waters of Mandalore. He brought the water back. Um, I like that. Bo-Katan was no like longer. Bo-Katan. Yeah. Bo-Katan. Yeah. She's, she's no raw. longer apostate. Yeah. In the, in the cartoon, she's pretty good too. She's in clone world, clone wars, I think. Um, okay. the cartoon and, uh, her and the night owls are pretty raw. She actually looks pretty close to the character in the animated series too. So pretty dope. Okay. I like the fact that they were actually not apostates anymore. They actually became Mandalorians again. Uh, I just think ultimately Bo-Katan is going to be the leader of them because she's able to wield that dark saber. Um, and that's what's going to end up happening. But because she's also her family died, they talked about how her people were all killed off, and she was, she was exactly. And she's already talking about how she not really believe she doesn't really believe in the Mandalorian ways and shit like that. She doesn't walk the path of the uh, actual like Mandalorians. But once she saw that monster in the water in the last episode, she started to believe again, and she's slowly going to become like, okay, yeah, I'm with this shit. I think I should actually do this, and I'm going to become the person I need to become. Well, and she's probably, it's like opening the door to, yeah, her becoming like the leader and they're obviously going to have to, 
is the they're not gonna have to fight the dragon, right? The dragon knows they were there, right? The yeah, underground. Yeah. Um, but like, I feel like how they were really focusing on the planet was not cursed. Um, they, I think she might try and get them to go back and build it up, kind of shit. Um, yeah, and really like be hella sick, right? I think there's hell like factions of uh Mandalorians that don't agree. Um, and they lied about Mandalore and said it was like because they had to hear it from somebody because they all got fed yeah. the same lie. You know, like, oh, it's uh, it's cursed. It's like, oh, what if no, it's, it's not. The, what if it's that lady? No, no, just lying to everybody. Yeah. 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 Well, I because know. I could see that. Like, if it's that lady, well, not if they've been lying for thousands of years, but yeah. Well, no, her dad died defeat the fighting it. So it wasn't like that long ago. Yeah, um, I don't know. And she was a know. kid when it was normal. So, um, yeah, that'd be crazy if, just random theory, is if that lady was the one that was like, oh, yeah, it's cursed. And then Bo-Katan has to basically kill her off. And then leave, like everybody's mad. Like, what the fuck? You lied to us. Yeah. yeah die, bitch. And, yeah, and, yeah, and uh, Man- uh, Mando. Mando already fought um, the big dude. Uh, for the for the dark saber yeah and they both uh, couldn't even yield that shit. yeah so i don't know i Watch, think big dude's gonna see how she yields it and you'll be like god damn yeah she's raw broken hands pretty tight um let's try to get this mm, last of us did you watch the finale yeah i did i did um i i mean i don't know it was i, I would have i felt felt like it wasn't much there yeah um, it didn't really do much at all yeah, yeah yeah like going back at it like it didn't feel like a finale whatsoever really mm-hmm. um, and i don't like how they left it open like that i mean yeah i get it but it was like i felt like it was a weak way to leave it open yeah um, I, I agree how he just lied to her <laughs> and i i liked their dynamic how it was um i feel like the weirder they get the more down this rabbit hole i don't want to see them go down yeah yeah and i think their their whole journey was to get to this actual area and then the area they get there and it's just like fuck he just kills everybody in the in the hospital just goes around shooting everybody taking their guns it's pretty clean um but me personally i didn't really like i don't think he should have lied to her um I think you should just let her know it's good. But also she said that she wanted to help no matter what. And she wants to like, you know, not her, not have her life be for no reason and her journey be for no reason. So I think she actually would have voluntarily gave, given her life if it meant saving a bunch of people. And him and that attachment he got to her, she just stopped him from telling the truth to her. And he just thinks, you know, she's his daughter I now. He, I think he knew that as well. And that's why he didn't even want to give her the option. Yeah yeah um too attached way too attached yeah but like well and i think he has attachment issues because <laughs> yeah. before she came before she came he was attached to finding tommy mm-hmm. like that that was what he wanted and Just then give he him found some tommy and tommy was living this whole life without him he's got <laughs> about to have a thing. baby yeah it's like, well, fuck, now I, I can't attach myself to Tommy. 
Yeah. And so, boom, I got this other, but now it's going to be a bad attachment. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't but... played the game, so I don't know how close it's... the story is. Oh, my to, God. Like, it's crazy. Everything what it is right now. It's exactly mirrors it, which is crazy. I watched a video. It just shows you the video game scenes compared to the actual show scenes, and they're word for word, scene for scene, the exact same. From the yeah. giraffe scene to how she drops the ladder to the stuff she says when she feeds the giraffe to the Marlene scene at the end. So do like they they go through this weird phase in the video games? Yeah, yep, yep. And they and he actually asked her at the end, um, was everything you told me true? Uh, you wouldn't, you know, swear to me that you're telling the truth? And everything was exactly the same. That's actually pretty impressive how they are mirroring the game from set to to script to everything that's happening they're bringing the game alive so everybody that played the game is super nostalgic for them and everybody who played number two is probably knowing what's going to happen next because obviously in the game she grows up and just becomes a badass on her own um and pretty much that's probably what's going to happen um that well, you know what you know what i think i'm gonna do i'm gonna play the first one now and then when the second one comes out i'm gonna play it along with the like the episodes yeah i feel it so i'm gonna play like a little bit of it the day each episode drops yeah that's what somebody did on this podcast i listened to he replayed the game to actually kind of refresh him and see what's going to happen in the show and he stops and doesn't go too far he just goes up to what's happening in the actual episode and just kind of stops which is cool. And the second one is already out. So I hope, I mean, I don't know. I don't want, I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to get the game because the shit's pretty cool. Like the stuff you can do in the game um, is pretty legit. And I'm excited to see it. Um, uh, I'm excited to see Ellie grow up. The lady that played um, her mom looked hella like her, which was interesting. And actually, the lady that, uh, vo- that played her mom in the show was the voice of Ellie in the video game. Mm. And Marlene actually was Marlene from the video game. The voice did. So a lot of sim they brought a lot of video game characters into oh, uh into the acting. They play different roles. So a lot of them play different roles, but they're actually from the video game and voice actors in the video game. So the you know, the accuracy is kind of crazy. How close they got everything to the actual show is pretty crazy. And I'm excited for the next season, man. I'm excited for the next season. Uh yeah, me too. HBO has been killing it with their shows lately. I don't know what I'm going to watch on Sundays anymore. Once the uh, fucking mayor of Kingstown is over, but yeah. BMF was good. Yeah. BMF is good. We'll get into some more shows in a second. We'll get into this last commercial break and then we'll finish off with some Marvel stuff. I got, uh, we could talk about some more snowfall. We could talk about um, a couple of oh, more shows and then tonight. get up out of here. Oh, that is on tonight. huh? But yeah. Uh, we'll be right back. It's the Best of Bias podcast. Last commercial break, but we'll get you out here on Friday so you can go and party and do what you do. You know what I'm saying? We'll be right back. And we back. It's the Best of Bias podcast. How about that? Yeah. Um, let's get into these last couple topics here. Um, let's talk about Kang the Conqueror because we had Ant on the episode a couple of weeks ago. We have some theories um, about Kang's involvement in phase five, what he's going to do and his kind of motivations. Um, there's a lot of rumors that he's going to be spread throughout the MCU. Um, he wasn't just going to be in, you know, uh, Ant-Man, Quantumania and Kang Dynasty. We got him showing up in Loki season two. We got him showing up in Moon Knight. He's going to be heavily involved in that. 
And I'm sure he's going to be in a whole bunch of other in-credit scenes as well. How do you feel about Kang um, being spread throughout the new projects that are going to happen? Uh, I'm loving it. Um, I think... I think that's going to be the way that they're going to really like help carry connecting everything together. Um, They're going, I think they found in a sense their Robert Downey Jr., Chris Hemsworth and um, what's his name? Captain America's real name. Chris Evans. Chris Evans. Um, Yeah. In Kang. Uh, cause they, that was what everybody was saying. Nobody really, there wasn't these strong characters and personalities for these people to really gravitate to like Iron Man, Captain America and stuff. But I think Kang playing all of these different like people and personas and being like such a great actor and doing it in such a great way. Um, I think that's going to be what they're focusing on. Um, So they're going to really try and push having him be in as much as possible. Right. Um, Even if it's just like you're saying, little end credit scenes or having his name pop up everywhere and then maybe just him popping up in just one little episode or something. Um, he's supposed to be in four episodes of Loki, I believe, at least four. Okay. Um, and so I'm excited to see him and how it, how they all tie in together and how mm-hmm. it's implemented and stuff like that. Yeah, it'll be tight. And it's also good to see his growth as an actor, man. That that range that he's able to do, especially it being all in one kind of like continuous character and just being able to play different, you know, just that end scene where it had all the Kangs in the room and him being different Kangs. I was like, look at this fool. Like his his range of acting is all believable. He can do angry. He can do happy. He can do jokey. He can do sympathetic. He can do, you know, evil. He can do it all. And it, it's really cool for one, um, them to pick Kang to be a black guy which I respect um, from Marvel because they could have made him anything. It's pretty much a blue character, um, the main Kang. So it doesn't really matter, but they, they did him justice. And I, I liked all the connective tissue, tissue, especially because I liked uh, Loki a lot. And just seeing the statues and, le- and stuff leading up to the reveal, that 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 was dope to me. Um, I'm excited that we still... Um, I heard a theory, though, that he's actually going to be... Um, one of the people that ushers in the Young Avengers because, you know, you can time jump and stuff like that. He'll either have destroyed and killed the old Avengers and then he's going to the future to do the same thing because he knows the Young young Avengers is, exist or he just hops to the future and the Young Avengers are already constructed. Uh, the Kate Bishops of the world, the Kamala Khans, uh, I think uh, Wiccan and Witch and Wiccan, um, uh, Wanda's kids, um, just a bunch of people that are actual, you know, badasses now and are the young, the new Avengers. Um, so that's going to be cool. Yeah, Ironheart as well. Um, and then they're going to usher in the Thunderbolts, which I thought was going to be super dope. Um, Thunderbolts is pretty much the Suicide Squad of Marvel. Um, and they just added a crazy character. Um, we were all wondering if they were going to add Century to the mix. Um, and Steven Yeun, everybody knows him as Glenn from uh, Walking Dead. He's going to play a character that they haven't really announced yet. But the big bad in Thunderbolts is supposed to be 
this character called Century. And Century is dope as hell because he's pretty much super OP. His backstory is crazy. He's just like this crackhead from the 50s that gets into this lab and he gets into these chemicals that makes him pretty much Superman. Um, he can change molecules, super strong, super fast, invulnerable. Um, and then he goes and kills this bad guy who has this 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 like symbiote type thing called the void inside of him. And then he he merges with the void to become century mixed with the void, and he's just pretty much unstoppable. So the void is what what else is what else is the void? Uh, Loki, isn't that where they got sent to the uh, void? I don't know. I don't know. But Remember there's like all the Lokis got stuck in what they call oh, they yeah, yeah. It the void, I think. Yeah. I don't know exactly what I don't remember. But yeah. How how long do you think it'll be until we see uh find uh the Fantastic Four? Because I heard time. they're gonna be a pretty like like implemental or I don't know if that's a word, but he's yeah, not... he's the main bad guy for the Fantastic Four. Kang. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's um, one of their main bad guys. So for them not to be in it already is kind of weird, but So that's what I'm saying like how I'm I'm thinking Guardians of the Galaxy and credits it's got Fantastic 4 in it. Uh, we'll see. I I don't think Guardians cuz is Guardians before Secret Wars? Yeah. Uh what do you mean? Guardians like, of the Galaxy? Yeah, it's May. Um, I don't know when Secret Wars drops. Avengers? Secret, Secret Invasion. Secret Invasion. Oh, I was yeah. about to say Secret yeah, yeah. Wars is like 2025. And shit. Yeah. And uh, I think Secret that's Invasion when... is is after, I think. Uh, hold on, March, April. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so I don't know exactly when they'll do it because that's also another one of the Fox properties that they bought. So they're probably that trying would mean to... Secret Invasion is coming out quick. Yeah, because I, I remember we talked about it last time we looked it up and that was relatively soon. Um, but I don't know. I don't know, because Fantastic Four, they still have to cast the characters. There's rumors of Emily Blunt being... Actually, they wanted to uh, uh, cast Sue Storm first before they casted anybody else and announced anything. Um, and it was going to be em Emily Blunt. We saw John Krasinski as um, uh, Reed Richards in... Um, I think it was they, Doctor Strange. They said he's not gonna exactly. Be they said he's not. He ain't it. Exactly. So we gotta Alba figure it Jessica out. Alba. They're thinking about the guy from you to be in as well. Um, to be Reed Richards. But uh, yeah, the Fantastic Four is cool because you have another super genius and Reed Richards coming in. Um, but the Fantastic Four and the X Men, they're pushing back for a while. Um, I think they're gonna do the. You know, I think anything's possible when Deadpool comes out though. Um, because they're supposed to have super cameos, and I think the old fucking Fantastic Four is supposed to be in it anyway. Uh, with uh, Chris Evans and Jessica Alba. When's Deadpool? <laughs> Deadpool, I don't know, I think it's June, June something. Okay. So I'm not too sure. So I think that's gonna be cool, but I, I just think it's cool that they're bringing in these villains. The bat that's my biggest gripe with Marvel is that they never had a good villain. Thanos was good, but uh, eh. Yeah, I don't know. They did that story kind of good though, because we didn't expect Infinity War to end like it ended, and then for the end game to come back and you get that redemption there. I think Thanos. We did leave uh, Infinity War thinking Thanos was a dope ass bad guy because he could he succeeded um, both times. Lightweight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I think I think 
they had Thanos as like a, a puppeteer. Um, he was more of like a a boss bad guy. Um, He's in a couple movies too. I, I have all of these people doing my dirty work for me. I'm up here trying to, because like he was trying to collect stones before we even knew about the stones, mm -hmm. right? So like he's up there trying to do some dirty work and find some shit out. And he's like, oh, you go do that for me. Oh, you go do that for me. I'm going to go over here. Uh, yeah, Ronin. Yeah, yeah. So, well, Ronin, Lo even Loki was uh, in the first Avengers trying mm -hmm. to get a stone for Thanos. So, it's, I think he was more of the, you guys handle that for me. And then everybody failed. And he's like, all right, fuck it. I'm going to do it myself. And he's fucked uh, everything up. But Kang is like, Imagine if there was like hella Thanos, which is interesting because like when you think about it, what if Thanos got a hold of like understanding that he had a bunch of variants out there? Like I'm just oh, mad oh, that the Thanos person plays two characters in Marvel. First of all, that fool plays Thanos and Cable in Deadpool. Yeah, yeah from Deadpool, right? It's like, why are you going to be two significant ass characters? That's fucked up. Get somebody else, because really? Cable's dope. His whole story yeah. and shit is dope. How he has that, his powers is actually killing him as well. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, shit's shit's dope. Shit's dope. They just did him kind of dirty in Deadpool Three. Was kind of too much, uh, too jokey, jokey for me. I wish it was more serious. And I think I wonder if that's what the new Deadpool. I wonder how. Well, so they said the new Deadpool is supposed to be the first R-rated one. Yeah, Marvel. Well, movie. it'd probably be the first MCU. Yeah, MC. Well, because the other ones are rated R too. The 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 newest, the Deadpool three and two, they're rated R. Yeah, and they got re-released. Oh, okay, but they, were they not part of? No, they weren't part of the MCU at the time. So oh, okay. they brought it over once they brought uh, Deadpool to Disney Plus. Is when they're like, okay, we're gonna start making mature material for the MCU now, and we're just gonna have that label. Because once they do Blade and stuff, they're gonna try to get into the deeper, darker type of stuff and showing killing, showing blood. You kind of have to for fucking Blade, vampires and shit. We want to see some yeah, shit. So. Yeah, yeah, And I mean, I think that opens the door for a lot of characters, man. Uh, I think Doctor Strange is definitely gonna stick around. Uh, Thor is still gonna be around. Uh, so those couple of OGs are still gonna be around. Tom Holland, we're gonna hopefully see him get older and play an older Spider-Man. <laughs> Instead of always being in high school over and over and over again. So well in, in I I think he's supposed to be Am I on mute? Not you. Oh, okay. Um I think he's supposed to be leading the Avengers in the Kang Dynasty fight. It makes sense. It makes sense. And nobody really knows who he is now, so he can come with a we whole Falcon. And Fal oh yeah, yeah, for uh, sure. Winter Soldier or uh, what Bucky, Bucky. White yeah, Wolf. I just I just think fucking uh, what, 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 Roddy? What's, what's, what's Falcon's name? His real name? I'm drawing a blank. But anyways, Sam. Sam. Yeah, he needs to take some serum. I, I'm not gonna get over it. I can't. Like his training, his fight, his fight training isn't even believable enough for me to think that he can hold his own just with the shield and some wings. I think he, he needs to take a little sip somehow. Have somebody do some shit to him so he doesn't know or something. You know? Oh, you gave me yeah. the serum. Have him be mad at somebody. I, I never wanted to do this shit. But then, he, he, yeah, I don't know. Or, or he goes into battle with Bucky 
Bucky bleeds, and so does he. And then we got a She-Hulk situation. <laughs> they hold hands. Yeah, and right. Each other. <laughs> and then, but that's hey, you never know because that's how She-Hulk got her uh, became Hulk. <laughs> that's that's right? that's actually pretty tight. I was like, hey, give me some, Brad. I want some of that. I know. So you, hey, you never know. Like, yeah. boom, these fools because they're already fighting together, right? So and they already introduced the possibility of blood entering somebody else's blood and you getting their powers. Yeah. I feel that. So, I think it could happen. I think it could happen. Uh yeah. Yeah. Shit. I think Bucky is for sure going uh knock up um his sister. His sister. Hmm. That'd be interesting. That'd be interesting. Keep it in the They fan already fan. showed them as being like a love interest in the episode. She already got two kids thing. though. Golly. Yeah. Um yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Um, it'll be interesting to see people actually have love interests in these motherfuckers because we only see what really pretty much actually they all have pretty much love interests, but they don't really show too much intimacy in these MCU movies. They'll show a slow dance or two, maybe a little like a little smooch, but yeah, yeah, they don't really show that people is flirting and they having sex and they coming out of rooms with their clothes all twisted up because they had a little quickie somewhere in the closet or something. No, I just meant like re like re thing. <laughs> Yeah, you know so I, I, shoot. Uh, yeah, there's too many super soldiers already, man. I think they need to come up with something else, uh, especially in Thunderbolts. There's like four super soldiers in that group alone, so they need to do something else. But Harrison Ford as Red Hulk, we got dude from uh, Stranger Things playing Red Guardian, Bucky's in that group. Uh, well, uh, what's her name? Yelena's not a super soldier, but she's a spy. She's in Thunderbolt, though, right? Yeah, she's in Thunderbolts. So, I mean, it's going to be interesting. I'm interested in seeing what's popping and what's going to happen. But, yeah. Um, Snowfall. The last episode with Snowfall was pretty dope. You can talk about this one uh, to wrap it all up. Freaking Leon going back and seeing what was going on in the hood. Um, Yeah, he wasn't fucking with it. Yeah. And uh, that that shootout too was kind of crazy. He burned dude's face in the cookhouse because he wasn't cooking right. Oh, <laughs> hey, but I feel it. Yeah. Dude, just right off the bat, was just talking shit. Yeah, I feel it though. But you know, Franklin, yeah, burn nigga. You want to cook, cook nigga? Hey, that 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 part was cold. <laughs> I was like, right, Franklin, back. Yeah, that'll make you want to come and shoot some shit up. Your face is scarred for life. You the hamburger man forever. Yeah, that's that's pretty crazy. And then, <laughs> but it's crazy. Like niggas, like you know who you' talking to, right? Like, don't he ain't he ain't there for no reason. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, just just don't be disrespectful. <laughs> and he wouldn't have been like that. Yeah, and that shootout was crazy though. Came in his boy's house. They tried to take his ass out. They was raw for that. <laughs> that shit was crazy. That that was pretty nuts. I, I like how they did the play on like he had to crawl already. Um and they had to like crawl out that house. That exactly. Was yeah, when he tripped in the back and he still shot him, that was pretty clean. He's like, You fall, yeah. you get shot right away. And he popped I, him. I, I wanna know how them niggas knew uh to just pick them up right there like they just heard shots in the neighborhood and was like i would oh, not trust me... nobody yeah, yeah they just hopped in the car nigga what 
all your friends just tried to kill you. So you gonna hop in the car with another one of your friends? Yeah. I don't know if that's gonna work out for you. And then the fight with Leon and dude that was running the hood now, because he <laughs> got the lights fixed on the playground. That was fire. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Street fights are kind of crazy, though, bro. It's like, are you fighting? Or are we trying to kill each other? This bro picked up a bottle and hit him in the head with it, bro. Like, that's not part of the fight. Yeah, he was getting yeah. mixed up. Don't hit me in the head with a bottle. <laughs> like, goddamn. Of course you're going to win if that happens. You just, But see, that's the scary part. Hood fights, like, you get the wrong nigga mad enough, he's just going to get a gun and shoot your ass. Exactly, but it, I don't know. I feel like they wouldn't have respected that in the hood for that fight. He, uh, it re- reminded me a lot of Friday with Craig and Day Day, but uh, <laughs> like when Day Day got or when Craig got not Craig and Day Day, Craig and Debo, when uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. when uh, Craig got the brick and just hit him in the head with it, <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, he got the bottle, I'm gonna just hit him in the head with the bottle. It's my shit, nigga. Yeah, this is hella funny. But I feel like he he gonna come back. He not just gonna give him the hood now. Right, yeah. I think that's his thing. I think it's like he wanted to, that's why he wanted to stay in Africa because shit, now it's like getting you dropped, fight. pulled back into, yeah, getting pulled back into the life he wanted to leave and he didn't want to see his girl become a crackhead again and they was already talking hella shit about her. Damn. Like, yeah. So he, that fade was coming no matter what. So, but yeah. Yeah, this is the end of the episode, I guess, where i like to let them know where they can find you at. Um, Young Demo, where can they find you at? Y'all know y'all can find me on IG at the Damo Lee underscore POV. Thank you, Swaggy. Like yeah, yeah. De Niro. I let you, boy. Yeah, Another yeah, fun yeah. Episode. Another one in the books. Thanks. You know, you know what I'm saying? saying? Yeah, and you know where to find your boy. It's SAC underscore like. Oh, SAC underscore like that. Is it? SAC underscore Lydell on the Instagram, Patrick underscore Lydell on the Snap. If you're looking for anything best of bias related, just type that shit in the internet and you'll probably pop, it'll pop us up. You'll see our website there. It's kind of, mm. but hey, if you look on YouTube, we got a whole bunch of stuff. We got clips, we got full episodes. Check out everything you didn't see. If you're an audio listener, go check out the videos. If you're a video listener, check out the audio for when you're on the go and can't necessarily focus on a screen. It's perfect for getting through your work day. Tell your friends, subscribe, like, Add the bell so you don't miss any episodes. We, our subscribers are growing. Um, we at 71 now. We're trying to get it way bigger. We're trying to get to the hundreds. We're trying to get to the thousands. We're trying to get to a million. You know what I'm saying? We're trying to get it there. So add, like, subscribe, you know, tell your friends and all that stuff. If you need some merch, hit me up. You already know we got a bunch of that shit. We got dad hats, bucket hats. We got uh, what truckers and we got beanies, T-shirts, uh, doggy bandanas on the way. Picked out a bunch of colors, a bunch, a bunch of patterns. They're going to be dope. They about to be dope. So those are going to be on the way too. anything best of us. You know, who hit up. It's your boy. Um, but thank you for being here. It's Friday. Um, let me go watch this challenge. Speaking of the challenge, um, I heard a story about a football player saving a, uh, a person from a burning car, KJ Osborne from the Vikings. And guess who it ended up being? Oh, that it was Nelson. Nelson. It was Nelson from oh, the challenge. So, so I just, I just thought no. So when you sent that picture, I just thought Nelson like got hurt on some shit, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, that's just crazy. That is um, hella weird. But where I've been looking for, what is it? The challenge what? And where is it? If the new one is challenge, ooh, it's called uh, the challenge. I want to say US. US? World, challenge World Championships or something like that. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Well, so, because I was, I saw on Paramount, it was, there was a challenge All-Stars. So, yeah, that's the, 
That's the older one. That's the one where the older competitors are in there so competing with each other. What about the challenge US? Maybe mm, I don't know. They have the they have the regular challenge on Paramount Plus. They have the challenge All Stars, and they should have this one, the World Championship one. Those are the three I'm a, categories. I'm watch the World Champion. Well, so I might have to watch the All Stars one. All Stars one is good. That has um, people you know in it and shit too. This one has hella people you know in it too. Um, they just have the World of Champions. Yeah, they have the all the veterans, and they have the newer people from the All Stars ones. Or okay. Oh, I know what you're talking about for the USA because they had people come from other shows, reality shows, and they competed to see if they qualify for world championships. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So once they did that, there is a bunch of American people that were in the challenge before. Then you had all the veterans come and they're sitting there watching all the, you have Argentina, Australia, and the UK. And there's a challenge and stuff in all these other countries. And, and they all, it. yeah, and they all come to compete against the US people that won. And then they all compete individually and they get to pick their veteran they want to be with after they compete oh, based okay. on how they finish. So it's boy, girl, of course, but there's hella veterans there. Wes, Johnny Bananas, Theo came back. We have, uh, we have, uh, what's Nani's girlfriend's name again? Just look at my mind. Casey. Casey without Nani. Um, yeah. we got Tori. Uh, a bunch of people are there that are um, Nelson's yeah, okay. there. Yeah, so they get to pick between all those people. Um, and yeah, so it's it's pretty good. So check it out. I'm about to watch that right now. I got to go watch it with Veronica. She can get mad at me. Yeah, uh, I, I, I'll, uh, I got to make sure to pop one in too. I'll, I'm going to catch up on all of that shit. All right. So without further ado, you guys go get you some Friday. huh? Go get you some Friday. Yeah. It's the best of bias podcast like Delta Nero, Damo Lee in the building. And we out of here. Have a good one. Peace. It's the best, uh, best of bias. You need to hear for you should try us from pop culture to the movies to United. It's the best, uh, best of bias. Your uh, best of bias. Yeah. Uh, it's the best of bias.